we think that we're on this path so that we will arrive at something and when we realize that's not the case then we get to say oh yeah I can be happy now then I don't have to keep putting off my happiness I don't have to keep looking for something up ahead way down the line and say I'll be happy when that happens or I'll suffer through right now so that I can arrive at that thing No, you get to say when you understand that there is no arrival, that life is a journey, period. It's not that life is a journey to the top of the mountain. It's that life is a journey, period. And your job is to be here now. I really can't think of anything more important than waking up to your true self. I mean, once you do that, every single thing in your life changes. It's like a whole new world opens up. I used to look at my life and think, there has got to be more. There is, and this is it. I'm Paige, and this is Spiritual Twenties. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to today's episode of Spiritual Twenties. My name is Paige, and today we are talking about something so, 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 so important, and that is releasing control, releasing our attachments to outcomes. We have been wired to do things for the outcome. Just think about our everyday lives. What are the questions that we ask ourselves? We ask, what picture will get the most likes? We ask, what job will make me the most money? Or what job will make me the happiest? Or how can I get this person, whether that's somebody you're wanting to ask out at the bar, your boss, your family, how can I get this person to give me what I want? We are always moving with the end in mind. And that idea isn't necessarily bad, right? Of course, it's good to have intentions. And I personally enjoy setting goals. I facilitate goal-setting workshops. I think it's great and important to have a vision and a dream. However, we have swung the pendulum too far, where now we live under this fallacy where we think we have control over things outside of ourselves and we simply do not. We live in this way where the norm is we're living for the climax. Like, think about how often we say, oh, that was anticlimactic, right? We're living for the climaxes of life. And then what so often happens is that climax, whatever it was that you've been working for and striving for and often ignoring everything else along the way in pursuit of that thing, you get there and then you miss it because you're already on to the next thing in your head. Releasing control is hard as shit. Anybody who has done it will tell you that it is either the hardest thing they've ever done or pretty high on the list. For me, it was extremely hard. Why? Because I've talked about this in a recent episode, I think, about when we come from, especially when we come from this achiever mindset, if you are somebody who has been a straight-A student and has had goals and crushed those goals and always wanted to be a leader and wanted to excel in things and have succeeded in that, 
you, like me, probably have this belief, because it comes from our programming, at least mine, that it was because I was planning and controlling that I've had the successes that I've had. And this is simply not true. I could sit here and tell you until I'm blue in the face that it is not because you were hyper-analyzing and controlling and planning everything in your world that was what gave you success, but you actually can't know that until you just take the leap and see for yourself. So in my experience, right, I wouldn't have believed that that wasn't true if I didn't do it myself. So it took me going in the woods to live deliberately, right? That's Henry David Thoreau, not me, of course. But that was my experience of the universe, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, called me to go on the spiritual journey where I, my number one priority and the number one thing that I was doing was connecting to myself, remembering my wild, remembering my inner compass, and just navigating that in nature. And so I had to stop doing all of the things that I have ever done in my life that I thought were the things that made me who I was, right? I am a go-getter. And so that's what makes me successful. That's what makes me worthy. But when that's taken away from you, It is then and only then, and by taken away, also I mean when you choose, right? I chose to answer that call to stop everything and see for myself that if I do absolutely nothing, I'm still worthy. And in fact, it's by tuning into my own inner compass and remembering my inner wild that my life actually started to fall into place and I found true bliss and true excitement and this zest for life that I did not have before but it took taking the leap first to see that and so I've been thinking about releasing control and how can I talk about this and I came up with what I'm going to call the three fallacies the first fallacy is the fallacy of control The second fallacy is the fallacy of arrival. And the third is the fallacy of perfection. So this first fallacy, the fallacy of control. This is the general idea, right? In order to release control in our lives, in order to stop acting just for the outcome of things and instead acting just for the sake of doing the thing because it is the thing that is right and aligned and authentic to you, we have to understand that we don't have control anyways. We think that we do. We operate under this assumption that if we act in a certain way, then we'll get this outcome. A plus B equals C. If I can just do this, this, and this, then my outside circumstances will look like this. But guess what? Life doesn't work that way. I don't know about you guys, but I mean, maybe sometimes that works for me, but most of the time, life is not that linear and that's not how it works. And you can check this out for yourself, right? I don't recommend this attitude by any stretch of the imagination. However, 
How many of you have caught yourself saying, I did everything right and it didn't go how I wanted. I did everything right and it didn't go how it was supposed to go, how I wanted it to go. I literally caught myself saying this yesterday. Yesterday. I take such good care of my body, right? I really make that a priority. I do yoga every day, I stretch, I do breath work, I eat clean, I meditate, and still I have episodes of strong chronic pain in my body and it just feels so tense and it's so distracting and it takes me out of my bliss and out of my present moment and so I caught myself yesterday having that kind of attitude of I did everything right how is it that my body is still in pain right because I'm operating under this assumption that if I act in a certain way then I will get this result and that's not how the universe works. So what we really need here is humility. A lot of us are not living in this way where we have this reverence for life and that there is something bigger happening around us. We haven't been put in our place by the universe. And another one of the, the hidden gifts of this crazy year that we've had is that you could choose to look at this year and see it as that. See it as the universe saying, ha ha, hey, you think you have control? Sit down. Everybody sit down, right? That's what this year has been. And look at how the earth flourished back. Remember those videos at the beginning of quarantine when the dolphins came right back to the Venice canals and the earth came back to its natural place. When we have this sense of humility, not only is it what's true and right and restoring the natural order of things, but it can actually free you from this need to control because when you realize you can't, when you realize you don't have control over anything outside of yourself because you don't, you might as well stop trying. You might as well acknowledge, hey, I only have a certain amount of energy and a certain amount of resources and time in my life and so why on earth would I continue to use it to try to control my external circumstances when that is literally an impossible task. So when we can adopt this sense of humility and acknowledge that this idea that we have control over things outside of ourselves is a complete fallacy you are well on your way to this place of releasing control and surrender, which again, we want because it is the way to step into your authentic, aligned, wild self. Okay, fallacy number two, the fallacy of arrival. This is speaking to this idea that I talked about in the beginning where we live for the climaxes. We just have to get through the week so then we can get to Friday. We just have to get through school so then we can graduate. We just have to get through the first shitty five years at my company so that then I can get promoted and I don't know make more money and then maybe be happy, all of this is operating under this idea that eventually we will arrive. We are constantly putting off our happiness. We're saying, if I can just get through this, 
then I will arrive at this place of having it all together and being happy and finding peace. And again, this is a fallacy. It's not true. And that might seem upsetting at first until you realize that that's actually the most liberating thing in the world because it gives you permission to just go get it now. It's not actually that if you do this, this, and this, and if you can just suffer through, then you'll arrive at some beautiful place. If you can acknowledge that that's not a thing, then and only then will you realize, okay, well, I might as well just get it now then. I might as well just follow my bliss right now. I might as well just do what's going to make me happy and playful and aligned and feel wild right now. Because the now is the only moment that we have. The future isn't here yet and the past is gone. It's just now. There is no arrival. It's always going to be something else. This is what I was saying about so many people have this experience. I was just talking to a friend recently about how difficult it was for him to graduate from college. And he had been looking forward to that for so long. And... I asked him, did you even have a moment on your graduation day of, wow, fuck yeah, I made it, I did it? And the answer was no, because at the time that graduation arrived, we're just on to the next thing, already thinking about the next thing that we have to arrive at and the next thing that we have to get through to get to this next place of maybe eventually arriving. How I believe we really approach creating the life that we want is by bringing it into the now, not by saying, if I just do this, 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 and this, then maybe eventually something will happen in the external world that will magically appear. I believe, and again, this is something I talked about in the episode on manifestation and others, that How we create the life we want is by bringing it into our now today, right this minute. And so if you are wanting prosperity in your life, do something that makes you feel rich right now. Get out of your sweatpants and go put on some makeup, go put on a dope outfit and feel good about yourself or get off the couch and go lift some weights. Do something that makes you feel powerful and prosperous and rich in your body. Put on the nicest, silkiest piece of clothing that you have. Put on your Lululemon, whatever it is that makes you feel rich. Do that now. And that is how we bring about the thing that we're calling in, right? It's not that if we just chant in the mirror every day, then somehow the external world is going to just like poof and magically give you something. Life is truly a journey. Every moment there's going to be a new challenge. Anytime you think you've arrived, you're going to have a next challenge at that level. And, you know, we can have better quality problems and we can have better quality challenges along the way, but it's never going to be just this moment of, ah, I've arrived, right? That's not a thing. And again, I understand that at first realizing that that's not a thing can seem a little off-putting. It's like, well, what the heck? What are we working for then? And then you realize that it's actually the best gift and it's liberating as hell because you don't have to wait. You get to have whatever it is right now. 
And this last fallacy was born out of something that has been really prominent for me lately, and it is the fallacy of perfection. This is the idea that whatever it is, whatever it is that we're calling into our lives, we're going to know exactly what it is and how we're supposed to act, how we're supposed to show up, how we're supposed to do it. And we're going to do it perfectly. So say you're calling in a new career. It's this idea that you're going to know it when you see it and you're going to be so good at it and it's just going to all be perfect. Not true. And this is the real killer, especially for me personally, if I'm being brutally honest, because the fallacy of perfectionism, this is this idea that we think that we have to know exactly what we're going to do and how we're going to do it before we do anything. And so this is the real killer because it keeps us from doing anything. It gives us this analysis paralysis and then we don't even start. We don't do anything. And it's like my favorite book, Dr. Seuss, or the places you'll go, then you arrive at the most useless place, the waiting place. It truly is the most useless place. Anything that is keeping you from action, it is so much better to just, you know, again, to quote that book, be dexterous and deft and never mix up your right foot with your left. Just put one foot in front of the other and do something because it is when you start walking the path and only when you start walking the path again going back to what I was saying in the beginning it is only when you take the leap and just start that the path will start to reveal itself but what stops us so often and what stops me is this idea that we have to be perfect and that I should know what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it or what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it before I do anything. And even what's coming up right now as an example is this podcast. I used to do live streams when I was more active on Facebook and social media and I would plan what I was going to say before I said it. And now recording these podcasts, I just hit play. Whether it's when talking to a guest we have on the show or just sitting here talking to you, talking to this microphone right now, I just hit play because I know that it will unfold as I continue to do, as I move, as I speak. It will unfold and it will be revealed to me as I go. And that requires what? It requires trust. It requires, wow, that's a hard word for me to say requires faith and it requires just knowing that you have an internal compass and you have everything you need so that once you start walking on the path you'll know when to take a step left and when to take a step right and life is walking the path life is not arriving at the mountain life is not arriving at the top of the mountain it's just the path, right? So going back over the fallacies, 
Fallacy number one, we do not have control over anything outside of ourselves. It is not that if we do this, this, and this, then this thing outside of ourselves will change. We only have control over our internal world. Again, 2020 has it not taught us that, that we do not have control over anything outside of ourselves. And so then we come to this place of, all right, if I can't control my external world, why would I use my precious time and energy and resources trying? Why don't I instead choose to be here now and choose to turn inward and turn the lens back on myself and find that internal locus of control? And then that brings us to this fallacy of arrival that we think that we're on this path so that we will arrive at something. And when we realize that's not the case, then we get to say, oh yeah, I can be happy now then. I don't have to keep putting off my happiness. I don't have to keep looking for something up ahead, way down the line, and say, I'll be happy when that happens. Or I'll suffer through right now so that I can arrive at that thing. No, you get to say when you understand that there is no arrival, that life is a journey, period. It's not that life is a journey to the top of the mountain, it's that life is a journey, period. And your job is to be here now. And in order to be here now, we have to just start. We have to just keep moving, putting one foot in front of the other and trusting that you are going to fine-tune that internal compass and that internal locus of control as you step one foot in front of the other and knowing that the worst thing that you can do is not move. The most useless place is the waiting place and it is this analysis paralysis where we think that we have to be perfect in order to show up. We have to be willing to have that humility to say that I don't know how it's going to go and that I'm going to make mistakes along the way and that's okay. What's not okay is getting that analysis paralysis and saying, when it's perfect, I will start, right? Think about how many people have this great entrepreneurial spirit and have these great ideas but they never put out their idea, they never launch that website, they never launch that business because they think it has to be perfect in order to start. That keeps so many people from happiness and from achieving what they're here to do and what their soul authentically is calling for because we think we have to be perfect and we don't. I want to be so, so super clear when I say that I know that this is not easy. I know how hard it is to release control because I've done it. And guess what? In the theme of this episode, it's something that I have to do again and again and again every single day. Like I said, it was just yesterday where I had that thought, I do everything right. Why does my back still hurt? And it was just this week where I realized that I was having a little bit of that analysis paralysis, thinking that I was supposed to know exactly how I'm going to do something in order to start doing it. And so this is, again, something that we choose every single day. We are not going to just arrive at this place that's perfect. However, when you do take that leap, and it requires you to take the leap. Once you do, you see that you never had control over anything outside of yourself, yes, 
but more so you learn that you never needed it. You learn that it's just by putting one foot in front of the other. It is just by having faith and by turning your lens inward and by trusting that you do have that internal locus of control. You have an inner compass and it's still working. Even if, which most of us have, had our internal compasses clouded by so much programming, you still have it in you and you can still tune into it and... If you want to live a life that is authentic, that is aligned, that actually lights you up, that is on purpose, that is meaningful, that is fulfilling your soul's purpose, where you truly wake up and know that you are doing what you're here to do, you have to do this. It is, it's a requirement. You can't get around it. And so, you know, some of us have the universe push us off a cliff and some of us um, aren't that lucky or aren't that unlucky, however you want to look at it. But either way, whether you have the universe push you off or not, and that can look like getting really sick. It can look like my stepmom recently broke both of her hands. How poetic is that of the universe? Because she was doing too much, and, the, and she knew she was doing too much, and the universe said, nope, you're not getting the message, you're doing too much, you need to do less and take a step back. She broke both of her hands and forced her to do that. Luckily, she's okay and everything is healed, but the universe will do that to you. And the universe will take away a relationship that's not aligned. The universe will push you out of your comfort zone if you don't choose to do it yourself. If you don't choose to take this leap, if you don't choose to admit that, one, you do not have control. Control is not a thing. We can barely control our internal world, never mind the external world. Two, that we never arrive. There is no point that we have no more work to do and that everything is perfect and peaceful and that, oh, now I'm here, now I can be happy. That future point does not exist. The only one that exists is the now. And then third, that fallacy of perfectionism, that you're not gonna do it perfect and you're never gonna know exactly what to do and how to do it because again, how can you? You don't have a crystal ball. So instead, we're choosing to release our control of the outcomes and instead focus on our actions and acting for the sake of acting and think about how meaningful and how beautiful every single one of your actions would be in life if they weren't for anything other than the action itself. We say, oh, I'll have to do this, this, and this so that I can get to that. And then often those middle tasks aren't great or they're not the most aligned, or they're not the most authentic to you, or maybe they're not great, maybe they're wrong, but you justify it by the end. If we step out of that, if we are choosing to instead 
act for the sake of acting and not for the sake of the outcome. Think about how much more meaningful and how much more authentic and aligned your actions would have to be, which means your life, your everyday life, random Friday, random Monday, how authentic and aligned and meaningful and fulfilling your every single action would have to be if you can't justify the means by the end. If you have to say, I am choosing every single action on purpose. I am going to live on purpose. Again, I went into the woods to live deliberately. When we release these ideas, when we understand that there is no controlling the external world, there is no arrival and there is no perfectionism, we have permission to return to our inner wilds. And there is nothing in the world I want more than that for you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. This is definitely one I recommend you go back and listen to again. It is one that I recommend you share and share like hell because I truly believe that this is one of the most important conversations that we can have and that is so enlightening to anybody regardless of if they consider themselves to be on a spiritual or personal growth track or not. These are just things that people need to know about life to do life better and who doesn't want to do life better who doesn't want to be happier if this episode rang true for you and that returning to your wild and finding that internal locus of control and internal compass is something that you know you need but you know you need support with i would be absolutely honored to have a conversation with you i will link in the show notes where you can book a free 30-minute chat with me to see if coaching mentorship with me is the support that you're looking for in order to return to that wild and authentic aligned place as always i would love to hear how these messages are landing with you please connect with me on instagram at page.oxley and i will see you next time Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Spiritual 20s. My name is Paige, and I am so grateful to play even the smallest role in your journey to living a more authentic, more aligned, more wild and free life. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you next time.